get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 391. And this week, let's just call it the week of delays. (laughs) (laughs) All the games that we were anticipating are getting delays. But hey, I'd rather it come out when it's fixed than come out broken. We don't want another cyberpunk. Thank you very much. All right. Word is right. Before we get into all of that, of course, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Hello, Catherine. Hello, how are you? I am excellent, thank you. Hello, Simon. Hi. Hi. Hello, Joelle. Hi, I am hopped up on vitamin D because daylight savings time gave me more daylight after work. Except we lost an hour of sleep. (laughs) It's true, but like I am I am pumped. (laughs) Good. Good. I am I am very, very excited about the amount of sun that is gonna come my way in the next week. Thank goodness True. I need it. All right, so let's get through some housekeeping and remind you that if you enjoy the show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girlsongames. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girlsongames. Time to check in with the crew. Kat, what have you been at this week, my friend? I went bowling. Did you? Uh, um, we need to know your score because exactly. you said you were going to come back with your was, score. That was your oh, homework. It, it's terrible. It was like in the eighties. Hey, that's where my territory. In the eighties for hey. three games. Yes, uh, but the first <laughs> game. The thing is, like, I we had preset teams. Uh, okay. Because we also had um, ordered food. Okay. Um, and we were going by teams, but also they had made teams to make sure that people get to learn, uh, get to meet new coworkers because mm. of like work from home, COVID, but also we had a lot of new people come into the team. Um, so uh, the our our project coordinator, she's so great, Sandra, had made like teams of like, you know, making sure that you kind of knew Who you the were people with. around you, but you were okay. grouped with new people. Um. So, and I was grouped with Sandra, the person who organized it, and Max, who's our videographer and photographer. So for the first, like, and then we had somebody who didn't show up. So we kept bowling for, uh, for that our colleague, Larbi, that was not there. <laughs> and the first game, Larbi won, and we were like, hmm, <laughs> this is fishy. <laughs> Very strange. We're bowling better for Larbi than for ourselves. Uh, but because, like, they were running around everywhere, like, the first two games, it was, like, we were just, like, whenever they would show up, they would bowl. But, like, we didn't actually bowl our proper turns mm-hmm. and things like that. So only for really the two last games. And, um, yeah, we were bowling with the 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 smaller balls the one you kind of like cusp and grab um and not the ones with the big ones where you stick three fingers in a hole wait can you and, please repeat that technique for me cusp and grab, and grab. i would that, say palm it that's what you do it. that's what There's you no do holes. with a titty like, yeah. 
Exactly. Dust and grab. <laughs> we were yitting titties. There was no yitting balls. No, the tiny just, balls. The, the small, small ones. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tall with your hands. They, I've never seen small those. pins. Is that a Canadian thing? It's it not. It's one hundred percent not. Okay. There's so no? many small pins. No, it's not only Canadian. Okay. I've seen I have, many I'm small gonna go pins. I'm going to look next time, and I'm going to say, "Excuse me, sir. Do you have <laughs> bowls the size of titties for well, me to hold?" Well, it's different. <laughs> all right. First off, big bowls can be titties as well. All right. It, this is a titty. All titties accepted. That's right. Just, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm all sorry. Right. All titties ball. matter. All titties <laughs> matters. And but uh, the, the pins are different. So if you're using small ball, it's small pins. If you're using big balls, it's big pins. It's a, just two different. It's literally two different sports. The but it's still bowling. Are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just blowing your mind right now. I aren't am. I? I'm. I, it's it's somewhere between the quote unquote regular bowling and Hold the on. grass bowling. That you, those sets that you can get that you can play in your pins. backyard, like bocce ball. Yeah, oh. I think that's what it's called. But I've yeah, never it's experienced this. It's very. Actually, I don't know. It's, it's very common in Montreal and okay. like Quebec, like where I'm at. It's been common to have like the two sizes, and when you would go and rent an alley, they would like, which size do you want? Oh, in Newfoundland, it was always oh. just like you go to uh, a bowling alley, and it was like one size, and usually the small size because it's aimed at kids. Yeah. Oh. So they can lift the balls because you can't. Can you imagine like a little kid? Because we we used to do his birthday parties and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So, kids can hold the small balls. Oh, looks like Simon's been googling. Yes, I've been googling. So the small <laughs> ball is called duck pin bowling, apparently. Oh, and um, yeah, it's it's only popular in certain United States uh, states, I guess. Um, but it was first invented in Baltimore around the 1900s. So, yeah, it's called duck pin bowling because the pin kind of looks like a duck. I don't think we should have that in Minnesota since we say duck, duck, gray goose. Duck, duck, gray goose. Is that like a shot thing? Is that what you take a a shot? No, it's a child game. (laughs) I know duck, duck, goose, but duck, 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 gray goose. And I would think you'd have to take a shot of gray goose vodka then. That's my kind of game. We say duck, duck, gray duck. That's what we say. Hey, you you have quite a few, actually. Oh, is yeah, there any? Um, is there any near the cities? Memory Lane in Minneapolis. Oh, uh, Tur Tur Turtles eats bold play in Hopkins, and Yuho Bowl in Minneapolis. So, yeah, okay. there's no reason for you to not know about duckpin bowling. <laughs> no reason, Madam. Acknowledge. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Catherine. I just couldn't. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I... It's all right. But I, I, I was like... I couldn't let it go. I, I was just, like, is this like bagged milk? Where I found out it was not only, only was it yeah. just a Canadian thing, but only just an Eastern Canadian thing. Exactly. Eastern it's Canadian only Ontario yeah. and Quebec that have bagged milk. Because like, yeah. I met other Canadians that were like, what the fuck you mean milk comes in bags? I was like, oh God, <laughs> this is very we had, niche. We had powdered milk when I was a kid. Yeah, that's pretty common as well. Okay, all right, good. I mean, it's common for babies, but not for adults. <laughs> no, it was in Newf- like in Newfoundland. I think it's because it was probably harder to get milk. I don't uh, know. I just know my aunts yeah. had it. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, anyway, back to uh, bowling. Back to yeah. bowling. <laughs> they gave us we're also a video game like, podcast, guys. Just yeah. so you know, yes. if your first time listening, hey, bowling is a game. If it's yeah. counts. Yeah. If first time <laughs> there's here, a scoreboard, it's digital. This is this is a video game podcast, so you Wait, don't listen, change the podcast. About, don't change this the is channel. Fifty some game devs that just show up <laughs> at this kitschy bowling alley, and we were got we all got hopped up on sugar and bowled. 
because they gave us two two drink tickets because the darling has uh like their little like diner area i was still super excited about getting hot dogs and fries um but they also have like a bar they have a liquor license i'm like you know what you're doing um however it was a saint like a happy hour sank asset type thing i wasn't there to get like sloshed oh, dude and, uh, at the bowling alley because i had to waste make- out of the bowling alley is so much fun i've sounds done it like a few a time, times man. it's sounds so like a much time. fun there's so many different balls you can handle exactly <laughs> just don't drop the ball on your toes <laughs> no no and always uh, ask for consent before grabbing yeah. someone else's ball <laughs> but yes always always ask for consent always Im- explicit verbal yes. consent Exactly. (laughs) Can I grab this ball from you? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. That is very pregnant silence. (laughs) We should have just not spoken for like two minutes and just let that like linger. Linger. I think I I think I might add a (laughs) audio break just during the edit just to be like or or like add crickets or something. Yeah, crickets. Yeah. But Anyways, me, bowling. Yes, me and one of our of the programmers get to the bar, right? And we have these tickets, and we're just like, "Is this for everything?" And she's like, "Anything and everything you want." And I think in her head, she was like, "We were looking at the liquor bottles," and I'm like, "And when we just point at the slushy machine, and we're just like, including the slushies." And she's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And we both grabbed giant slushies. Oh, but you, you should ask for like vodka in it or something. Well, you see, after the fact that I was halfway done with my slushie and the sugar was like finally uh, was <laughs> overstimulating my brain, I looked at the programmer and I went, "Yum! We should have used two our both tickets at the one time. One for a shot of vodka, one for the slushie." Exactly. He was Big like, "Big ass slushie and vodka." Fuck. <laughs> Next Y'all. time. It you shows it's your first time getting wasted out of the bowling alley. Yes. <laughs> wasted yeah. at the bowling show. alley. But I only use I only use one of my drink tickets and by the time because the slushy was big and it took me a while to get through the thing. Um and we had a drink that came with our meal, um, a non-alcoholic drink that was included in our meal, and I just grabbed a bottle of water because I needed to hydrate because you know, I, I need to keep be bowling. hard. Yeah, Catherine ends up rolling down the alley, hitting the pins. <laughs> She's all hyped up on sugar. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but uh, and then we were wrapping up, and there was like maybe five minutes, and they were starting to do like the, you know, like uh, we had prizes for the person that bowled the most. Uh, I think the person that bowled the most was like busted the two hundreds. Nice. Um, he was really that's good. a bowler. Yeah, that's a bowler. Uh, and then we had prizes for. Just like people that were present, um, and when that happened, I was like, I at least had the the idea of going to the bar, and I just kind of like used my ticket for a can of soda pop that I brought home. Mm. And I was like, you know, economical. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I I forgot about drinking. I was having way too much fun bowling, to be honest. Cool. Like we were there for just like. They gave us the bowling alleys for like oh. unlimited bowling for two hours. And it was honestly the perfect amount of time. Like when seven rolled around, I was pretty happy that we were wrapping up. Um, and I got to tell tell you about the playlist. <laughs> the music The playlist? music. The music. Ooh. Especially you okay. really love music. They basically opened Spotify and press play. <laughs> and was it like absolutely anything under the sun? 
it was so eclectic, but it was like we knew every song. They basically was like, what's what are the songs that anybody born like be, like between 95, like from 95 and under mm-hmm. would be able to belt at the top of their lungs mm. and made a playlist and played like we went from moves like Jagger by Maroon 5 or okay. I forget if it's just the singer. And then after that, it was um, uh, some Bon Jovi. Nice. Uh, Living on a prayer. Well, Living on a prayer. And then we went into Rihanna's S and M, which I built. Okay, it. that's a deviation. <laughs> yeah, but there was like we're we're in Montreal, right? And there's like French music in there. At one point, there's like Milan Farmer. La Compagnie Creole. Like, you know, like, c'est beau pour le moral. Yeah, that's What's a classic. the one about going down to the market that everybody sings in karaoke? En faire Something like that. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. Anyways, it's a French song that I, the only one that I know that, that I only know because of karaoke at work. I, I don't. I don't, don't know that one. No. Okay. It'll come back to me in a bit and I'll, I'll Please, because I'm very curious now. Yeah. Um, but there was also Sandra de Shah or something like that. Hold on. I'm oh, um, yeah, les colocs. Oh, yeah, la vie yeah, principale. Yeah, la yeah, principale. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I don't remember hearing coloc last night, but I think we just didn't stay long enough for it to hit the rotation because it was varied. <laughs> I mean, at one point, I just remember thing. I just found myself like I crashing down from my sugar rush, singing "Kiss," uh, which. <laughs> Yeah, the the I was made for yeah. loving you. It's a good jam. You were made for loving me. Great jam. <laughs> it was honestly, it was amazing. It was just so much over the top, and everybody was just belting the songs. And I don't know, I don't know. It it was weird. It was like, just like. They opened Spotify and asked Spotify for music that everybody knew, and they just pressed play. And we didn't hear like the same song twice. Um, That's great, though. It was no, it was such a time, and it was like everything I said it would be like the tube TVs up top. Like we were trying to take photos of the score to keep track of the score, but like you know when you use a phone camera and the refresh rate on the tube TVs is banding. Yeah, lines. (laughs) And me and Max were just like waiting for like that CRT banding to like not be over the numbers, and we were like, uh, now. Take a photo. <laughs> Honestly, no, it was such a great event. Uh, like if you're gonna do work event, like honestly, and a lot of people are, you know, there's a lot of discussion, especially in the video game industry, saying not every event needs to be a boozy event, not every event needs to have mm, alcohol, especially had, in the video game. Yeah. yeah, you know, we we had access to alcohol there, but we were mostly just there for to bowl, like having fun. I no, it was so much fun, and I am. Like I said last week, I am pro like ha- organizing something to for adults, but it being like a high school out- outing. Like yeah. we went there mm-hmm. in a school bus. She rented a school bus for us, and then she herded us in. And before the school bus left, she went down with her list, calling her name, our names, like <laughs> Get in, Oh my god, that's awesome! Yo, that's funny. Justin. You mentioned that cat. And uh, I spoke to my crew at work. I was like, yeah, my friend has gone bowling tonight. And we were, there's a bowling alley like right around the corner from work. We've been there for a party once before. It's called Ballroom. And I was like, guys, we need to do that again. I was like, our next activity, I'm going to make it happen. We're going bowling again. 
No, it was amazing. We rolled there in a school bus and then we were there and I had a slushy and hot dogs and fries and we Love bowled. It. We Living played the dream. Yeah. yeah honestly. honestly, like 10 out of 10. Would do again. <laughs> And Perfect. how wonderful that you had such a good time, like with your coworkers, you know, because yeah. sometimes it's like, I need to show up to this event for like political reasons, just to like, you know, save face and like go because I'm supposed to, quote unquote. But like, mm -hmm. that's really quite magical that you genuinely like have a good time with your people that you spend every day with, like outside of the office. That's that's great. Yeah. It's one of those rare occasions where I was like, yeah, I work with good people. Like nice. in the, I, not in the rare occasions in the sense of right the team I'm at, but just like in my career, when mm. I think mm. about like moments of like all the teams, yeah, you know, happiness and pure euphoria and things like that. Like I can think of like maybe two or three times. Uh, Astral with Leah was definitely one of them. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> I was gonna Better say, watch she out, did. you have an extra worker ten here. Years and counting. <laughs> no, twelve years and counting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it was like a bit of a dry period, but like with For Honor, I'm I'm reliving that that old like, you know, get shit done but have fun and mm -hmm. and it's just no, it feels it feels good to have that in my career again and not like especially after COVID and the pandemic and just like having a, a general bad time like everybody's had. It's nice to have a good time. Um and, you know, like, I know, like, COVID's not done and it's, like, going to a bowling alley and touching things. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I've never yeah, used I mean, Purell so much in one evening, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, yeah. we've all gotten it and we're all going to get it again at one point or another. Yeah. So and, and you can't like, stop we, yourself from enjoying life. Exactly. And we have it. we have an immunocompromised Shut colleague up. who came. <laughs> okay. the, I didn't hear it. I said I haven't had it yet, but that's because oh. I have very little life and don't go. Anywhere. I haven't. I didn't <laughs> have it. I've always always tested negative. Yeah, my girlfriend's never had it either, and I've had it twice. So I like it's. We live together. I somehow. mean, eventually it's gonna happen. Like and she said, catches like, everything, but not that probably <laughs> reasonous. But yeah, so we had a immunocompromised coworker that came, uh, but okay, he yeah. wore an N forty five. Basically, mm, okay. he was like, because like. You know, at one point you have to weigh the risk of like coming out, but also, um, you know, it's it's clear that the government's not going to make us stay at home and mm. people are vaccinated and things like that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, when I see him at the office, he's always wearing his N45. But I mean, he said that so for him, it works like so far. He's not had it. Um, everybody respects sees that he wears a mask and respects the distance and you know and we had like finger food that we were sharing but like there was like a bottle of hand sanitizer we just kind of like in between bowls everybody like i think we're all like aware of how gross our bit our habits were before mm -hmm. oh yeah mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. i mean you know it's it's crazy how you learn how many people don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like Oh yeah! Now I have to wash my hands after. What do you mean now? What do we, mean, you've always you, had to. You yeah, exactly. It's all you need to wash your hands. Like what I, is I, this? But yeah. the first thing I do whenever I go somewhere, like even before the COVID nineteen pandemic, like if I got home from like whatever, as soon as I oh, get yeah, home, wash your hands. Wash my hands. Mm -hmm. As soon yeah. as I got to work, um, I would grab my 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 water bottle to go clean. And it's like wash my hands, wash the water bottle, fill it with water, 
go back yep. to my desk. Yep. Always, 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 yep. always washing my hands. So like when we were at the bowling alley and people were like, what are we going to do to eat? I'm just like, everybody's got Purell. <laughs> just like make sure that like you eat and then you bowl, you wash your hands and then you eat or you don't yeah. bowl while you eat. And then you bowl. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Just have the Purell. Just wash your hands. Everybody, please wash their hands. <laughs> Honestly, if anything, it's it's it normalized wearing masks in public when you're when you're sick or when you don't feel well or if you're yeah. not sure. So, you know, at least the, there's some good to come out of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. And, and the 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 whole like remote work thing, like. Yep. Before Christmas, I was a little bit sick. I was too sick to come into the office, and I would have given it to everybody, but I was not too sick to work mm-hmm. or too sick to do a half day. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy for me to log in, bang out a few tasks, then log early off early in the afternoon and have a nap. Mm-hmm. And I'm not uh, obligated to take, like, a full sick day just so I can have the luxury of not Get it, of having a nap at one point during the day and not making everybody sick. Honestly, like, and I still carry around masks. Like, if I'm yeah, sick, me I too. wear always. I've, I've <laughs> worn a, a mask at work not because I was sick, but because Pascal was sick in case I could transmit mm, it. I just stay home. So, anyway, that was like a long ass story about bowling, but it was amazing. Like, remember, kids, <laughs> you can still be a kid. Always, always. Simon, what were you up to this week? Nothing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, compared to Catherine, which obviously had a great time. No, really, nothing. Nothing spectacular happened. Um, just went to work, got a new CEO for the sixth time oh, in yeah. six years. Oh, yeah. So, whatever, at this point, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, business cool. as usual. Cool. Joelle, how you doing? I'm doing- What'd you do? Great. I uh, had a really nice weekend. I went and saw Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. Which was great. Like, I mean, the expectation was it'll be like mediocre, you know, like based on based on what the original story through line is. But it, it, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. Looks like so, a trip and a half. Yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. you, yeah, I would highly recommend, like, if you want to, even on rent, like on rental, like a $5 rental or something, mm. like, I, I would recommend, I don't know if I'd recommend, you know, a $15 movie ticket, but like, it was good. It was, <laughs> it was great. Like, the story was pretty well thought out, and there was lots of, like, really satisfying uh, nuggets, and, and it was funny. Um, they, they did a really good job of like, we understand this is so ridiculous. Yeah. So we're just mm-hmm. like going to go there, uh, with how ridiculous it is. If you're squeamish around gore, maybe not the movie for you because it was pretty, uh, bloody. Um, uh, I mean, the the bear just goes ape shit on people. But like, if that's not, I mean, gonna, he's high on cocaine. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Ray magnum yeah. opus. So if that's not your vibe, then maybe not. But I mean, otherwise, like, if you just want to, like, have a good time with it, it's it's great. So I wasn't mad. <laughs> Excellent. Did you uh, get to see the season finale of The Last of Us last night? Ooh, I sure did. We made the best homemade orange chicken. I have oh, yeah? ever had in my entire life. Yeah, we did the home fry, like triple bread, 
uh, chicken thighs and made our own sauce. And so we kind of like went all out and then we watched the finale. So I am all cut up and like, mm, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, I agree. What a conclusion mm-hmm. and what a fantastic rendition of yes. a video game translated into a TV property. Like yes. they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um on Twitter, uh Elbamins noted that even though the Oscars were also on last night, mm-hmm. The uh, finale scored 8.2 million viewers. Wow. Um, that came from Variety, uh, which was the series high. And uh, I'm assuming there's going to end up being a lot more than that as people start to catch up, too, because some people, you know, wait to watch it a little mm-hmm. bit later and things like that. So, yep. uh, wow. I would be extremely I can't cu- wait for the next season. I yep. would be extremely curious to know out of all those people, how many of those are gamers that know about yeah. the game and and are well, a little bit in the know or how them are just completely going blind by what there's people are a saying. lot of yeah i'd say there's a fair amount of people who obviously enjoyed the game and and watched it but what i and and my boss even said it on a call today when we were on with like a group with a bunch of program directors and she was like it's been a while since everybody has been watching something and mm-hmm. like the people that i never anticipated wanting to be interested in this right but it does it's it 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 kind of breaks the boundaries of like mm. video game nerd right because it's it's approachable it's about a subject matter matter that's kind of relatable you know we're used to zombie movies even if it's not really zombies and it's not about the zombies they're right. plot devices yes, but it's more against people versus people right. and survival mm-hmm. yep. right mm-hmm. so yep. yeah i it's so well done all the actors and oh and i just was- love the fact that they've pulled in people from the games who've worked yes. on the games yeah. yes. and, oh so cool so it was yeah so good I cannot wait. I cannot wait until season two. And we know it's coming because they've know. already greenlit it. They end season three, I guess. End season three, yeah, because yeah. I think they're splitting the second game into two. Oh, which is, is that going what they're to be, doing? That's what I heard. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I don't oh, know so how the, I feel the, about that. the first season is first game? Oh, yeah. Yes. Full okay. on first game. Yep, yep. Full, full thing. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I wonder why. Is it going to be the nine episodes again? Because usually, sometimes, this one was short. It was only nine episodes. Well, it's because yeah. they're not enough well, material for three seasons, so they're splitting <sighs> one season in two. <laughs> I thought maybe there was going to be content for The Last of Us 3, but maybe... No, I think they're, sp- I think they're supposed to be taking the second game and splitting it, but there are- I can see how they could, based on what they've done with this season and yeah. how they stretched certain things and compressed other things, I can see how they could slice and dice this up. Um... In order to make it, because there are differently different moments. Plus, there are things that happen that people are going to lose their shit over. Oh yeah, um, when oh, yeah. they happen. So in, yeah, in season two, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So yeah, I, I can the see where they're going to slice and dice that. Yeah, two. that's like the yeah. worst, yeah. worst kept secret in video games. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the most controversial yeah. ending ever of a video game. Beginning. So I, I guess, the beginning, I guess yeah, the halfway beginning, through, well, yeah, 1.30 the whole, in. The whole yeah. thing. I guess I could see if they really wanted to tease out, because in the first season, they really teased out different storylines and highlighted characters and really got into the meat, the emotional meat of The Last of Us. So I could, I guess now that I'm thinking about like who's in the second game and how you play the second game, I guess, I guess they could 
I, I, yeah, you're right. I guess I could, I the, could see it. Well, they could episode, do uh, an in-between. Yeah, episode 7 was the DLC for the first game. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. They, they totally can. They can fill in blanks. And the things that we've got extra, the, like, extended moments and stories and things like that that kind of like slightly different but fill in the blanks and built emotional character development that everybody loves like that well like bill and frank like that episode was exactly that was that that was beautiful like and that was like that wasn't necessarily totally mapped out in the game but like i'm i'm so glad that that was a part of the story like i'm i'm so thankful Mm -hmm. that they did that so i guess yeah if they're gonna do moments like that then boy Oh my gosh. Yep. I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Can't wait for the rest of it. Let's check in with our fantasy critic, folks. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here right now on the Girls on Games podcast, and uh I think we're the same as last week. No, maybe Kat has moved up a bit. Joelle sits in first place with Chris Pratt games were here. She's had three games release. <laughs> Um, you currently have 36.74 points. Cat is next with Tartalette Games, 20.63 points. You've had two games release. Simon with Fart Knuckle Games, you have 14.63 points. You're in third with two games released. And I'm following up the rear with my GOGlia Studio Super Original name. Uh, 13.69. I'm in fourth. I've only had one game release. But you got Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Survivor. Coming that's coming soon. out. Yeah. And that's I know. And I've got... I've also got Bayonetta Origins, yep. Crazy on the Lost Demon. Mm-hmm. I've got EA Sports PGA Tour. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch. Like in And you, Joelle, you have uh, Resident Evil 4 remake coming. Yep. Like there's a whole bunch in March here that we're going to finish up. One, two, three, four, five games are supposed to come out that people have, you know, their names on. So like there's definitely going to be some movement. But I think... Uh, but I feel like we don't know too much about what's coming later either. Also, one of my games got delayed. We'll get into that later. Um, let's look at some history. Did anybody pick anything up yep. this week? Let me see. March 11th, Fart Knuckle Games picked up Counter-Strike 2 unannounced. Shocking. <laughs> Are we surprised? Hell no. And then Catherine with Tartalette Games picked up successful Forza Horizon 5 Rally Adventure. Good pick. Nice cat. Very on brand. Yeah. Very I on. think so I bought it for a dollar. Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. Box one loony. <laughs> That's a toonie. Simon, you're... Oh, sorry. Toonie. Uh, lo- yes, toonie. You're dwindling um, your uh, budget there, Simon. You're kind of... Uh, but is he fill with? Yeah, is but he I don't have that games? many games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have that have many games. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three, four. You have four spaces. Okay, let's see. With our community one, IR Gamer is still in first. Twenty-four point two nine points as Pat Simon. Oh, seven games. You're fourteen point six three. With t- you're in second place. Al Bank is on third. With 12.6, uh, 12.94. Phoenix, 12.75. Wow, it's so close. Uh, Joelle, you got 11.83. Uh, Darth Stridius has six, is in six, 6.43. And then Tim and I are both tied with nada because none of our games have come out yet. But like you said, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming. Yep. Man, I feel like I've got like nothing on the list on this one. I got I got I got to make some moves here. 
And three of my games are locked because people picked counter picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go see the history on here did anybody do anything this week yes uh art vandalay publishing that's darth he picked up city skyline 2 with a bit of seven dollars and then roll the bones studio which is who's roll the bones again going back uh, it's phoenix, it's phoenix. Yeah, and then he picked up Crime Boss Rocket City with a bit of $2. So yeah, people are making some moves. I need to jump back on this again and pick up some games. I have a list, but I haven't gotten around to adding anything to it. So, uh, <laughs> But then again, we're only in merch. We're only God in only merch. knows may come, you know. That's I might true. be able to pick in a whole bunch of stuff near the end, you know. Mm-hmm. Going right up to the deadline. Yep. Yeah, so we'll keep watching on that. Outside of that, games, playing, Catherine. Are you still playing the game that won't end? Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to play, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I didn't tell you everything I did this week because I spent too much time talking about bowling. But, you know, we had (laughs) dinner plans on Saturday night and things like that. So I played a bit Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Um, Yeah, I am... I got 10 days until I, like, they're like, oh, the counselor's there, like, Monday and Wednesday. I haven't seen him, and I have, like, 10 days left to get that last. Oh, I think I got there at that point, too, where I kept trying to find him. I think it may trigger later for some reason. I think, like, you get to 9, and 10 is once he goes or something like that, because I'm in the exact same boat. Okay, okay. That's That's what I read, but, like, trying to read without getting spoiled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, I'll, I'll. I'll trust. I'll trust. But yeah, I haven't I haven't played a lot, so I haven't made a lot of progress. I'm just like burning okay. days right now and trying to grind relationships. I get you. And it's just like fucking I have my save file says 75 hours. Okay. You're doing better than me. I was at a hundred and some. But I think I did less grinding than you. Maybe. I, I think I ran through mementos, <laughs> just ignoring oh, no. people. <laughs> just like out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> get to the bottom yeah. Simon you've written Guardians here is that Guardians of the Galaxy it Woo! is nice yeah, yeah. how so far I, are you I bought oh I, I, I literally just started oh, okay. so I'm, I may be hold on what does what does Steam say in my played uh, I'm a, I mean cha- I just started chapter 3 I oh, think okay. and I have 2 hours played so it literally <laughs> just yeah, literally just a few a few hours ago. Um, really, surprisingly, again, the writing is really good and the mm-hmm. voice acting is really good as well. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised. Like, it's often when a game tries to be funny and edgy, it just ends up being cringe. But I'd, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that at all. Like, I've had a few moments where I was, like, laughing out loud, actually, because I was really having a good time. So, yeah, it's, it's really good. Not... Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say the most fun or engaging combat system, but like like two hours in, I think I've only fought like twice, really. And it's mostly like, you know, getting to know the characters and getting to know the story and kind of understanding what's happening. That'll um, pick up. Which, which is fine. Like, honestly, I don't mind not having that much combat, which is, you know, it's totally okay. Um, it looks really awesome on my ultra wide. Like, holy shit, this game is beautiful. Uh, and it supports widescreen by default, which is really, really cool. Don't need to download any mods or something like that. So, uh, having a good time. Hopefully, uh, it keeps going. I'm definitely going to play more. I'm not super invested in the story just yet. And it's it doesn't feel strange to 
um see the characters that you know you know that it's not it's clearly not dave batista and it's clearly not um chris pratt chris pratt exactly thank mm-hmm. you uh mm-hmm. that are doing the characters but like the voice actors are really doing it justice honestly it's 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 uh it's, especially the guy who does drax he's really good like very dry very matter of fact and it really works with the character i feel so um yeah i i've having a really good time hopefully i uh the game kind of keeps going and, and i i don't think it's super long like mm-hmm. i think it's uh maybe like 15 20 ish hours which is totally I heard like fine. 20 yeah, yeah which is yeah. totally fine yeah. um like i think I'm, I'm i did totally my playthrough in like 18 so yeah that sounds that sounds pretty decent so yeah i'm having i'm having a good time and we'll, like i picked it up for really cheap uh when it came out and idols montreal see i forgot it was idols montreal that mm-hmm. actually had made that so props for them I, i'm having a good time so i'm gonna definitely keep playing it and uh enjoy myself Joelle, how goes Hogwarts Legacy? It goes well. I am, although I will say I'm kind of ready to be done. Like, Mm -hmm. I I kind of feel like I have kind of squeezed all of the magical juice out of it, uh, (laughs) so to speak. And so I am, like, I'm I'm grateful for my time, but I'm in the end game. And I I thought I'd finish it this weekend, but I didn't get enough time. So I'll definitely finish it in the next couple days. And there's a few other games I want to squeeze in before before all hell breaks loose in this schedule. So, uh, cause we got Jedi and, uh, tears of the kingdom and we've got some stuff coming out for, yeah. for me. So I'm, I'm yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I need to sit down once I come back from vacation or maybe this is what I'll do while I'm on vacation. I'm going to make a schedule of when yes. I can play what games because <laughs> <Yes>. between, <laughs> between Minecraft legends and then Redfall and then tears, of the kingdom and then Diablo, mm-hmm. and then, like I, I just, know. it's there's there's so many things. Yeah, <laughs> many many I don't games. Know how we're gonna play it all. It's very I mean, it's it's overwhelming. A great problem to have, but it's like, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not complaining. <laughs> Not complaining at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, I picked up Astroneer again. They made they've uh, last time I started it or played it was in 2020. I looked at my save file that was there and. Uh, They've added like automation and railways and all this kind of stuff. So I started a new session of that and it's just so much fun. I uh, highly recommend if you guys are into those like kind of survival, but not crazy survival, Mm. but more like crafty exploration style games. I wonder if my girlfriend's played it. I mean, she would she would totally love that. Yeah, that's what I can see her really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. it's true. That's one thing I did this week. I upgraded her computer. Oh, oh. did you? Yeah. What a nice fiance you are. Yeah, because she had um, like she had an old like he ass computer, <laughs> like seven eight years ago that was oh, kind of huh? built. Um, so it, it was more than due, and she was trying to play Sons of the Forest. Mm. Oh. And like it was chugging, and <laughs> like her computer was like. <laughs> trying to like catch up and, and not explode so i'm like okay you're due <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah only bought a co- i had some old parts from my computer when i upgraded last year so i always keep those um so now at least she's not uh, f- she's not seven or eight years late she's like three years late which is much better yeah. admittedly so but her video card is new i got her a 67 x 6700 xt which is uh, the amd nice. version so yeah. yeah i got a really good price so i'm um the cards are 
still expensive, but really not as as much as they were yep. uh, a year or two ago. So, um, yeah, really, really happy. It's going really well, and uh, no noise, nothing. So she can mm. play games while I'm podcasting. We don't hear the. <laughs> in the background <laughs> ready for takeoff <laughs> exactly yeah. pretty much yeah so yeah pretty good the new one in my house now is uh mike and my brother-in-law bill and a bunch of people from bill's uh bill's work have started an f1 uh league mm-hmm. and now they play monday nights when we usually record so if we hear yelling that's mike oh that's what it is <laughs> Uh, I'm glad, though. It's going to be fun for them. All right, folks, let's get into some news. You ready for that? Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right, everybody, let's talk some news. Catherine, I read the headline of this, and uh, I, I am... I am very intrigued. Tell I, me. Tell I, me about this movie. I didn't know this was announced, uh, but there's a GameStop stocks movie starring Paul Dano and Nick Offerman. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole uh, the one whole of my Reddit favorite thing. people on Earth. Uh, so it's going to premiere in October, uh, October wow. 20th, uh, as per uh, deadline. Uh, wow. So basically, it's called Dumb Money, and it's <laughs> based off the book the anti-social network written by Ben Mesrick. Um, and it tells the story of this whole like GameStop stop, uh, GameStop yeah. stock craze that happened in 2021 during the yep. height of the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the movie reportedly centers on the classic David versus Goliath tale and offering an, and I quote irreverent and scathing portrait of how a group of amateur investors managed to take on wall street and raise the price of GameStop stock price for a short while, at least. Yeah. That um, was on the whole Reddit thing. I'm excited to see how they're going to mm-hmm. tie but that in. Like this whole cast <clears throat> is perfect. Paul Dano, Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, uh, Pete Davidson, Shailene Woodley. Uh, who else do I know in there? Anthony Ramos, America Ferreira. Do you know Sebastian Stan? I do not yeah. know Sebastian Stan. What do I know that name? Uh, he was in Marvel. He was a uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, uh, shit. I should yeah, know yeah. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. I was like, didn't he play uh, Tommy and Pam and Tommy? Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I know, know that scene. Oh, Mihala Harold. <laughs> Shailene Woodsy. Oh, my God. There's so many people yeah, in this. Yeah, Shailen Woodley got known for being in the fault of our in our stars, if I remember correctly. Yeah, is this supposed to be a comedy esque movie or is like it comedy like- documentary kind of thing, or do you think it's gonna be like pretty serious? I guess given the cast, I feel like it might be like might lean towards more comedy, just based on like Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen. Pete Davidson, America for, I don't know, but it was such a wild yeah. story. I don't know. I know. But like Paul Dano played a pretty serious villain in the Batman and True. Nick Offerman just played a pretty serious character in the last of us. <laughs> yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen. I've seen him in something serious. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and both yeah, of them were I'll in be curious. And, Tommy, and they were serious. Yes, characters. that's true. Yes. He was in that too. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. So anyway, that's gonna be really interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Whether they go like full mockumentary, or Mm -hmm. if they go like serious but make it funny, or if they go full on serious, I think it's gonna be an interesting, um, an interesting movie. Not a lot of movies recently have really interested me. 
Um, yeah. Mind you, I saw Cocaine Bear pass by on my timeline. That was like, <laughs> that's, that's like Sharknado. Like, what the fuck? Level I had a was, what the yeah. fuck moment. Snakes on a plane. Really yeah. fun. Yeah. What the fuck, snakes though? Snakes on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. the plane. Uh, but, um, and uh, but I love also like how the rhetoric on Twitter from scientists would be like, if a bear got into cocaine, he would just die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, especially that much cocaine. Fun in that. That there was, was cocaine. fun in that. Well, that's exactly but, it. It was just the fun of it. It's just the fun of it. Yeah. Then you don't have a, a movie. You have just a human humane crisis. Yeah. And exactly. That's depressing. That's boring. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was because uh, I haven't heard about this movie until now. I've clearly been living on their rock because like this was announced prior apparently and this is just the I don't remember this I remember like, it's been a while oh you did Simon you yep. you remember it oh yep. okay yeah and then this article right. is just to say hey we have a date I was like a date for what <laughs> <laughs> so we got more movie talk yeah Joelle's this- <laughs> got something I was trying to look at other uh gaming news but then this came up and I thought it was intriguing and perhaps people are interested because when I was at Cocaine Bear, they showed a trailer for Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves, uh, which I think looks good. I, I, I'm going to go see it with some friends. Uh, and then I came across this article uh, by uh, uh, GameSpot where if you are an Amazon Prime member, you're going to be able to get early access to the movie. Um, so I haven't heard of this before. So to me, this is new where if you're a prime member, you can get early access to a film which premieres on March 31st, but they're doing special early screenings at select cinemas on March 19th. So I like did the clicking and like followed the trail all the way to the end. And there was quite a few theaters around my area uh, that offered this and like some like AMC and uh what was the other one marcus um that offered this so i was able to uh through the link in the in the video or sorry in the article i was able to go through and like pick my seats and i didn't check out but i was able to go through and check out and i could see the movie on march 19th um nice and there's a free 30-day trial included for uh prime so if you have no interest in prime but maybe want to get early access to the film you could always do your 30-day trial uh, to get access. What um, if what if we have no interest in watching the movie? How does that work? Then well, you then don't watch it and go. you let okay. us nerds enjoy our D&D yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> then you maybe... I feel it's going to suck, though. That's what's scary. I, I like D&D, but I feel it's going to suck. Why do you think it's going to suck? Why? Because uh, so far the track record for D&D movies haven't been exactly wonderful, so... Well, Listen, but, the original Lord of the Rings movie was questionable, and then we got like great movies too. So. Yeah, well, maybe, but like, who's directing that D and D movie? Uh, the Jonathan, other one was Peter fucking Jackson. So it says Jonathan Goldstein and John. Who the Francis fuck is that? Daly is Jonathan Goldstein, author, an American Canadian author. Okay, he's Canadian. So does that help? You? What did you do? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I did click through to see uh, what's available in Canada and they're for the Toronto region on Sunday, March 26th. They're doing it at Landmark Cinemas in Whitby. That's cool. Which is like 
that very far? 45 minutes away from me. (laughs) (laughs) I won't be doing that. Plus, I won't be here. I will be in Mexico. Um, Yeah, I'm curious to see. Is there one from Montreal? Let's see what it says. M-O-N-T-R-E-A-L. Go. I mean, just Montreal, period. So Select um, the location. Montreal Nord QC. So he directed basically nothing, but yeah. All right, this thing isn't working for me well, to find. Yeah. yeah. It, we'll works, see. it works for me. So if you're interested in the States, if you're interested, I mean, I, I, part of me thought, well, it works for little old Minnesota. It probably works for some other major uh, cities. And I, I wonder if this test run, how it'll go, because there are definitely some movies where I would do this with. Like, if I got early access to certain things, like, particularly Marvel, because I'm that person, like, I, mm-hmm. I would do this. So I think this is a really interesting perk of being a Prime member that you get to have access to, like, certain things. So I'll see, see how this goes. Because they're, you know, they did, like, grocery, and then now they're doing, like, entertainment. So we'll see what happens with it. I just thought it was an mm-hmm. interesting thing. Are you guys interested in that Tetris movie that's supposed to come out at the end of the month, too, on Apple Plus? Surprising. It's very yeah. surprising. There's I like a the Tetris actors. Movie? Yeah, yeah, it comes out on March 31st, and it's an Apple TV Plus it's, thing. Uh, I'll watch yeah. it when oh, I get back. It's an Apple it's, TV thing. Oh, it's with okay. uh, Tyrone Egerton. I like the actor, so I don't know, oh. maybe. Yeah, the story of Tetris. Because that, it's a very interesting story. It is. That all well, that's what be. it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, oh, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah, I might uh, download it and see what, what comes out of it. Oh, I'll probably watch it. All right, let's get into the delays. Or in some cases, we the didn't news? know it was supposed to come out <laughs> around a certain time and then got pushed further. With the good news or the bad news first? What do you prefer, let's, Leah? Let's go with the good news. Okay, so the good news, I mean good news for those who are waiting for that game, Starfield has officially announced its release date, which is kind of surprising, but Starfield is coming out uh, of this year, September 6th, 2023, unless there's another delay. I was going to say, are there bets on delays? Which could happen. That was supposed to come out before midway through the year, so it's like masked good news, because like we were supposed to get that. They did that within the next 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> so we're 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 waiting a little bit. So uh we can we can uh, yeah, we'll see when that comes out. We can see how many lies Todd told this time. Uh, and we'll see how how much he uh how much he he, he bullshitted us, but we'll have to a see lot exactly of pressure, what comes man. out of it. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of pressure, and uh, and uh, I mean, there's after the failure that Fallout 76 was on release. It's pretty good now, but on release, it was completely botched and and horrible. Even though Ali enjoyed it, love you, Simon. Um, What would you What would you do in this situation? How would you handle this? Like, your product isn't ready to go. You have to delay it. Things come up. Like, how would you communicate such a thing? Well, I mean, honesty is always the best policy. So I would so in this situation, but the problem is that often they don't have a choice. Investors are like, yeah. well, "You need to have that game out right now at the moment." So they have to get it out. And but honestly, in a situation like this, I'd be like, like it's coming out now, maybe lower the price, maybe put it free to play and say it's a work in progress or it's an early access. Like Steam does out a lot. Like they release game in early access for two years, mm-hmm. sometimes three. Baldur's Gate is a great example of that. Like they released the game. They said, we know it's not ready, but we know people are excited to play it. So we're going to put it out right away. If you want to get it, you can get it. But 
just know that it's an early access. So in that situation, that's what I would have done. I would say, hey, all right, we're going to put out the game. It's going to put out an early access. There's still things to work out, but it, like, mm. if you want to get to play it, you'll get to play it. So that's how I would have approached it. Okay. But by pretending that the game is complete finished and having tons of features that don't actually you don't actually have or you plan to do but then had to cut it but then don't say you cut it it just <laughs> in today's gaming world that doesn't really stick anymore like of course they're gonna again maybe it's just the microcosm of people who are in the know of the gaming industry and the majority of people don't give a shit about that it's, hey a new fallout cool i'll buy it and don't know at all what's happening so maybe that's that's what's happening but i feel like over the last five to ten years like game developers now have been delaying games and the majority of people responding is good make sure that the game is ready when it comes out and don't release it immediately and hope at least don't release it immediately and say it's done like release it and say it's early access or it's in beta or whatever the fuck you want to call it and then when you're done and when you feel like the game is completed then fully release it Again, I'm not in the position where I have investors breathing down my neck and say, if you don't get this out the door right now, you're going to lose your job. So different, different story for sure. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's really hard to make up ground after you've stalled everybody. If you haven't released it, then, yes, people have to wait. But at least, you know, you haven't burned a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah. that old Miyamoto saying or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. A bad so, game is never. Uh, yeah. A delayed a, a, game can come later. A delayed yeah. game can eventually be good, but a rush game can can always yeah. be bad or something. And we know what they're known for, you know. Like there's going anytime there's going to be bugs, no matter what game you play. There's right. going to be bugs. It's bound to happen, right? Right. People are doing crazy things. Yeah, so games that you can bugs. never QA, but like there's a certain level. They've promised a certain thing. The developer is on a pedestal. There's so much anticipation. They can't not get it right. They can't go down the route of what happened mm -hmm. for Cyberpunk. So, like, might as well, yeah. you know, might well, as well wait, thing. right? Cyberpunk had to fail so hard for, I hope, other publishers to realize that rushing a game out the door even when it's not ready is, is only going to bring you bad press. And, uh, I mean, again... Like Bethesda doesn't have the the cleanest record all either over the mm -hmm. last years, last games they've released. So eventually, like they patch and they, and they fix most of it, and it becomes really good. But like, holy shit, what a, what a shit show Fallout seventy six was when it came out. Even Fallout four when it came out was so full of bugs and issues and problems. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I'm I'm cautiously excited. Like I, I like the I like the uh, um setting like i really enjoyed outer worlds i thought life even though people didn't really enjoy it i thought it was fun uh a bit you know lackluster in the story department but it was still good i love the setting uh characters were interesting so i'm i i want more i want more of that in that setting so hopefully we, you know bethesda can knock it out of the park but I'm not putting too much faith in that just yet. We'll have to see for the review. Wait for reviews, guys. That's mm -hmm. that's that's what I'm saying, basically. Wait for reviews. Don't pre-order unless it's a FromSoft game. Then you can pre-order it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> the one time Simon breaks his rules. <laughs> it's, that's pretty much it, honestly. Like, I never... Rarely do I pre-order stuff now unless it's anything FromSoft. And immediately I, I will pre-order it to buy it. So I, I don't think I did that for Sekiro, though, because I wasn't... 100% sure? sure, so I might have not pre-ordered Sekiro, because I only played it like almost a year after it came out, so mm -hmm. 
Anyways, mm. that's what it is. What's the other one, Simon? Yeah, the other one was, uh, well, kind of a follow-up to uh, the news story that I, I, I brought up last week. So that there was a, uh, uh, not a demo, but like of a play session day uh, with uh, Rocksteady's Suicide Squad. And uh, the overall reaction of people was, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ugh. Sure was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not sure about Sad. that. Yep. So, uh, so Warner and Rocksteady, well, according to Jason Schreier on the Twitterverse, they've decided to delay the game. Uh, I didn't see an actual date for the delay. No, they no, just said near the end of 2023, yeah. Yeah. later which this is year. Wild. Yeah, yeah. So, from just... so, but the problem with that is that. And I, and I think, yeah, exactly. Jason brings it up. He's like, for what it's worth, a delay like this is mainly for polish and not to overhaul the core gameplay that basically caused the backlash on the internet of, of what people were seeing, which is what I think the main issue was for most people. Mm-hmm. So polishing, I was going to say polishing a turd is still a turd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not quite sure exactly what they they plan to do um, over the next couple of months. Hopefully not crunch all the developers working on that game. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, uh, kind of a strange decision at this point like it was kind of come out pretty soon like in may so yeah, yeah. And that's, it it's already been delayed once yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah yep. i'm not quite sure what they hope to accomplish with it uh we'll see does this mean yeah. do you think that they were really surprised by the response like do you think they would have of course the response no been I'm, like oh I'm sorry. yes like yes it's amazing we're so hyped we're hyped with you and then now that the response was like wah, wah, they're like the oh. devs the devs yeah. were a hundred percent not surprised by this because okay. I'm sure they knew that the community would be disappointed in this type of game. But I'm sure that upper management is surprised because, like, hey, it's going to be fun. It's a Suicide Squad. It's a safe IP. Like everyone's expecting it. Everyone knows what it's going to be. But that's not at all what it is. So, I mean, I would be very surprised that the devs were not like, yeah, we kind of told you that this shit was going to happen because you're building a a, a a looter shooter out of a, a Suicide Squad IP, which doesn't make any sense at all. You're trying to do Destiny with games as a service, which is not going to work. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I think there's a lot of to say. I told you so's happening right now. I really, really wanted to like this game because I have so much adoration for Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. It's not some of my favorite games. That's the problem. I know, but it's just like that's what I was hoping for was something along those lines, and it's not what this is. This this actually feels like what they did to the first Suicide movie. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is disappointing i know this is a podcast but we're on zoom and leah leah's given big old puppy dog eyes and yeah. shoulders sad. but she is, yeah. she is sad my joker and my batman picture over here which you guys can't see like i'm a huge batman yeah. nerd like i yeah it's very disappointing sad it's, Again, especially because of kevin conroy like this just seems like an icky cash his legacy fucking yeah of just like we know people are gonna play this game like it's, just because kevin conroy yeah it just it's really mm-hmm. just dis- you're right it is it is it's disappointing and just like a little icky like why why? It's disgusting. It's it's it reeks of upper management trying to monetize a game to the to to for every penny that they can, making it games as a service and looter shooter always online. 
and it's it's very like Leah said it's just very disappointing and it's unfortunately the way the AAA games are going right now they're trying to monetize everything as much as they can to get that mobile money market mm-hmm. like go yeah. make mobile games fine have your Activision Blizzard King make mobile games that's totally fine make sure. your money there but like get that shit out of AAA gaming like please you don't you make enough money <laughs> by doing mobile games and getting the whales like make actual single player interesting experiences which some well, companies are doing and they're doing very well so it's crazy that like people at EA and Warner are not seeing that stuff or make us know that it's going to be that from the start yeah it wasn't yeah, until I saw that demo that I was like what the flip? This is not yeah. for me. Yeah, they bamboozled yeah. you. You know, like yeah. they like they showed all these videos of like, you know, cinematics and blah 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 and story and meeting all these characters and stuff. And then I'm like, this that's not what I want. <laughs> Last minute, it's like it's like <laughs> surprise. Just surprise. kidding, it's a shooter. Mm. Just kidding, mm-hmm. it's Destiny, but with Suicide Squad people. Just yeah. kidding. Sad face. Sad face. All right, folks. Well. <laughs> It's unfortunate we're <laughs> on ending <that> <laughs> on a sad no- note today. Sad face. But, you know, we can't win them all. Hopefully delays will make the games better or at least playable. <laughs> With that, I want to uh, close out the show by inviting you folks to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca to links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. Thank you, Catherine, for putting that together for us every week. If you have the power to rate and review a podcast on the podcasting platform where you're consuming this, if you got the power, uh, please do so. (laughs) Why? It helps with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings. We go and read all the comments, helps us build our show. So much appreciated for that. This is the moment in the podcast where the crew get to shout out their social media handles. So you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-W-A on Twitter and Instagram. It's mostly just photos of my cat sleeping in various <laughs> positions right now. Nothing uh, wrong with but, that. Yeah, but every day I talk shit and shit posts in the Girls on Games Discord. You can find me there. Simon, where can people find you? Or what cute fuzzy creature or awesome human are we following? They cannot find me anywhere. That's, That's not true. true. They, they can find that. me on the Girls on Games Discord server. Uh, but I have uh, a Summoning Salt new video out. Uh, an hour and a half. It's it's a long one, so, so strap in. And it's the history of Super Mario Brothers 3 100% world records. So it's a um, oh. very good video. Again, very interesting. Um, summoning salt as a way to present a story and, and weave everything together. So, um, good stuff. Summoning salt, history of Super Mario Three, hundred percent. Great name, Summoning Salt. It's pretty good, eh? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Joelle Lauren eighty seven or on the Twitter at comfy underscore gamer. Uh, but always on the Girls on Games Discord. Good times. Come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, no thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely combo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to build more things in Astroneer. Until next time, or maybe not next week for me, you might, I might be off for two Ooh, weeks. Might be sipping a pina mm. colada. 
Yep, that that will be me enjoying the if sun like being and listening from afar. Ooh. So if we get some Mexico hits, that's me listening. She's listening. <laughs> She's listening. That's people. good. <laughs> all right. See y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.